Hello and welcome to another episode of the Diet Obsessed Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Santarelli, and this is a podcast for those of us who are just obsessed with all things diet culture, and we're trying to find some balance in this world full of extremes. All right, let's get into the episode. So today I'm going to be doing another review of Diet Starts Tomorrow. Uh, Jared Freed, my one of my favorite comedians, was back on talking about his uh, struggles with diet and diet culture. And so I always love to review those that he's on. So I will get into that in a second. But I do have a personal update and some interesting topics that came up just in my own personal life. So I follow all these, you know, wellness bloggers and, you know, healthy food type of accounts. And twice in the past couple weeks, I've seen like wellness influencers or just influencers in general that are, you know, pretty healthy people. Um, they've talked about how when they're hungover, like if they've drank too much the night before, they'll like one girl was like, oh, my body just craves this salad. And I just love this big salad to like overcome my hangover. And this other girl was, she was like making a soup or something. It was like this, this soup with all these veggies and and I really admire that. I mean, I <laughs> when I'm hungover, all my body wants is grease. So there's part of me that calls bullshit, and then there's part of me that gets it. It's like, okay, that kind of makes sense that a that a body would be craving, you know, nutrients and minerals and hydration from you know whole foods. I, I do think that that's normal. But I also know. I mean, I think part of the reason we all gain so much weight in college. Part of it's because we don't move as much as we did. A lot of us stop playing sports. But I think another thing is we're drinking so much. We're eating all these heavy foods. And and I, I personally know a lot of people that are like me. They crave like greasy like French fries or like breakfast sandwiches or something, something like that to, to kind of feel better. And so so anyway, so I did try on, what was it? I think it was Saturday that last weekend, because I'd gone out with my girlfriends on Friday and definitely drank way too much. I hadn't drank in like two weeks. So I I mixed Trulies and wine, which is great combination, good for hangovers. Uh, and I drank way too much and just was so I don't even remember going to bed. I mean, I I I, I didn't eat as much as I, I normally would. And so I just got like knocked out. And I woke up the next morning and it was just like on death's door. And, and I actually did eat a salad. Like I had all these great, like I had this delicious salad that I talked about last week. And I had still had some of like the fixins all chopped up, all the veggies and stuff and the dressing and all that. So I did, I did eat that. Um, and I was like, okay, like, let me try and see if this makes me feel better. It did not. Uh, I was craving smash burger. Now I, for me, and I know I've talked about this before, I think the best burger in the world is smash burger. They have smash fries. They have these onion rings that are incredible, these onion strings. And I don't know, there's something about the way they make their burger. It's not like a fast food type of drive-in where you, you know, they make it fresh and they, it's a, it's a thinner burger. Anyway, I've been craving it forever because there's, there isn't one like really close to me. I have to, you know, I have to drive like 15, 20 minutes to go get one. And so I usually, um, and I don't like getting it delivered because it's not as perfect. You have to eat it like right when you get it. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go get Smashburger. 
And so I went, I got, and, and of course, I was so hungry and so craving it. I ended up getting two burgers and some fries and some onion rings. And I immediately ate the burger and the onion rings. And then I took the rest home and I brought, got my, my boyfriend some stuff. And, and I was, you know, I always, my eyes are always bigger than my, than my stomach. And I really, that was all I needed really was that one burger and those onion rings. And they had undercooked the fries, which I know they would. So I brought those fries purposely home thinking, okay, I'll put these in my air fryer and I'll enjoy them later. And I think they actually made me a mistake because I think they just gave me regular fries instead of the smash fries. The smash fries have like all this deliciousness on it, like rosemary and parsley and really good. So I don't know. I did eat a little bit of the second burger later, but it wasn't as good. I mean, it's never as good unless you get it right after. So my question to all of you is, what kind of person are you? Are you the person that needs nutrients and healthy stuff after you've maybe drank too much? Or are you like me where you need greasy, indulgent food? Question. So DM me, email me, let me know the answer to that. I'd love to hear from you. So now, because I ended up drinking on Friday, and I usually drink on Saturday, I usually don't drink two days in the weekend, I usually drink one or the other, I had Saturday and Sunday. And so, you know, I ended up, you know, on the weekends, as we know, is the time I treat myself. And there's, I've been craving ice cream with like these jimmies on top, like chocolate jimmies and uh, sprinkles for those of you that don't know what jimmies are. And I, so I went to the grocery store and I got this like ice cream cake, ice cream, this whole tub of it and a big whole thing of sprinkles, like one of the, the large sizes, like you're decorating things. And I, so I, I got it on Sunday and I ate, I probably ate half of it on Sunday. And I was just, I was so sick. Like I literally with everything that I ate that, that Saturday, no, wait, Okay, yeah, because I just got the smash burger on Saturday. Then on Sunday, this is, I gained a lot of weight over last weekend. Um, you know, I'd gotten this ice cream and I just ate so much. I was literally sick on Monday. I was so sick. And I had just done that podcast with Jordan Syatt talking about don't eat like an asshole. I ate like an asshole. I literally just taped that podcast and then ate, proceeded to eat like an asshole. And, and what I mean by that is like, I don't beat myself up for when I want something indulgent or delicious, but if I literally am forcing food down and I'm not hungry and I'm, it's making me sick, something's wrong. <laughs> something's wrong. Like I am not okay. Uh, I mean, it's definitely some sort of disordered eating, emotional eating something, you know, I'm, I, this is what I'm working on clearly. So, so anyway, so I go into the week again, not like toward, like going to be like, Oh, I'm on a strict diet or anything. I just wanted to like get back into some, you know, some whole foods, some more balance. And I still had some of that ice cream. I probably had like one small serving of ice cream left with a small amount of jimmies. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to eat these today. What did I do? Of course I ate them. But of course it was just this teeny tiny little portion, not bad. And uh, and I just had to get it out of my house, of course, right? You got to get the sugar out of the home. Just get it, get it, get it, get it gone. Then you don't have any left in the house, right? Then you can just focus on your healthy whole foods. And I have that cookie dough, that healthy cookie dough that I made that's literally just sitting there. I've not touched it. I made it. I've not touched it. I, actually, that's not true. I ate like a couple of the chocolate chips out of it. I mean, it's not that great. It's, yeah, it's not that great. Um, And so... 
so yeah, so so I thought I had gotten all the sugar out of the house. And then Tuesday rolls around and I'm, you know, I, I perfect. I, I eat so nutritionally all day. And, and then I, you know, and my boyfriend sometimes goes to bed earlier than I do because he gets up super, super early. And so I don't know, I was just kind of looking around the house, like what's around, let me see what's there's to pick at at night. And uh, my boyfriend had brought two huge bags of Halloween candy already. I'm like, why are you buying Halloween candy right now? But of course, like I closed the door. I'm like, I didn't see that. It was like a big, big bag of Skittles and uh, Starburst. Now, Skittles is like poison. There was just that article written. Um, so I didn't touch those. I did eat a couple Starbursts. I'm sure it's like the same poison in the Starburst too, but I, but I did eat some Starburst. And then the other bag, I mean, luckily it's not my favorite candy. It was, um, Kit Kats and these, um, like, like peanut butter cups and, uh, these white chocolate, um, little Hershey's with uh, cookies and cream type of things in it. Those were actually the best ones. And the Kit Kats had this like white chocolate type of thing on the outside. So it wasn't as good as like the chocolate Kit Kat. So of course I had a couple pieces and, you know, I put it away like I hadn't touched it and he ended up, you know, I'm like, why did I, the next day I'm like, why did you bring this Halloween candy to the house? You know that I can't not see it after I've seen it. So whatever. I had two days where I ate a bunch of candy and not crazy. I didn't go off the deep end. I'm actually pretty proud of myself that I didn't like go way overboard on it. Now I ate more than one or two pieces. I probably ate like four to five to six maybe. Um, but that's still good for me. So small wins, small wins. He did end up hiding it from me. So I, I don't, actually don't know where it is. Um, and now I'm asking myself, Veronica, what are you going to do this weekend? Are you going to go get more ice cream and jimmies? Or are you going to try to stay away from the sugar? I don't want to make myself sick again. That's what I do now. I definitely, you know, intuitively, I do not want to feel that way again. Now, I do want something delicious this weekend, as I do every weekend. So we shall see. Anyway, and 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 this to top it all off this weekend, my boyfriend went to Vegas with his with a couple buddies. And so I have the house to myself. Now, there's nothing more joyous to me than having an empty home. And, you know, I don't have children. I but even just my boyfriend's always here. So I really love being alone in, in my house. And the question is, though, is because I also like to eat alone. Now, now that is a question for and I have another question for all of you. What do you do any of you out there? like to eat alone? Like, do you prefer eating by yourself than with other people? Now, I think that this is, a. Uh, if you do, I do think that there is something sh- like shame-inspired type of disordered eating that is behind the reasons, for, for some of us, that we like that. Like, I, I know that that's, I think, somewhere in there for me. And it comes up later in the Diet Starts Tomorrow I'm going to review. So, I did want to bring this up because Jenny Hutt had talked about it on one of her shows, how she, she, she said she was just talking about how she tries to eat with her family. She tries to eat with other people and not shame eat alone. And I just thought, wow, I'm like, is that what I'm doing? Is that why I prefer to eat alone? Because I am shame, like I'm, I'm ashamed of what I'm eating or I'm ashamed to eat. And I, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's some element of that internally. Um, 
like I remember I was eating one night and, you know, anytime I'm eating, my boyfriend comes out and he comes all over and he like looks at what I'm eating and I'm like, Ugh. I was like internally, I was like very annoyed. I'm like, go away. Like, why do you have to come over and see what I'm eating? <laughs> but so I don't know, maybe that's, and I'm not at all ashamed of anything that I was eating in front. Like he can see me eat anything and I'm not, you know, him and I have such a comfortable relationship. It's not like I have to worry about being shamed. Like he accepts any, anything I want to eat. So I don't know. I think it's maybe like lingering disordered eating habits, maybe that, that, that internal emotion is still there, but I'm, I'm just curious. Do any of you feel that way too? Um, okay. So let's move on to the review of DST. And this one is called, is Jared the healthiest person alive? Now I was going to review a different one, um, that featured like a butterboard topic, and I, I don't know, I started kind of reviewing it, but decided to do this one instead. So, uh, you know, they start out kind of talking about just kind of like where you're at health wise. Aileen's like, you know, how are you feeling? How's life? And he's like, oh, you know, skinny mini. I had a, I'm going to have a protein bar soon. I worked out today, had an egg white breakfast sandwich. So, you know, Jared is again, that comedian who is very conscious about his own weight is always struggling with his weight and really likes a routine. And when he eats right and has this healthy start to the day, like most of us, he feels really good and it kind of gets him on track. And so, you know, they're kind of talking about Rosh Hashanah. They're both Jewish. Talking about, you know, Aileen had just moved into the suburbs. She has a pool. They're just kind of talking, chit-chatting about life and about having people over. Um, start talking about peeing in the pool. <laughs> Do any of you guys pee in the pool? I, I heard from somebody that's very, on the Taylor Strecker show, she talks about how her ex-husband was very, very anal retentive about cleanliness in general and he owned a pool company but he was okay with her peeing in the pool so um i don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing um i pee in my own pool so anyway they they kind of went off on this tangent about you know talking about aileen's pool and but anyway they kind of got into the diet starts tomorrow topic with aileen asking like what his dst win which is basically like what's your win that isn't necessarily correlated with weight loss and so so this was this was jared's win and i thought that this was hilarious now um so he talks about so what became apparent in this story that he's about to that he tells is that he's never heard of a boneless wing now a boneless wing i've recently discovered since i moved to arizona that's what they call chicken tenders when they just take a chicken tender and they put bu buffalo sauce on it. Now, I so so Jared's talking about b like the difference between boneless wings and buffalo, like traditional buffalo wings, because he was had a show up in Buffalo. So he's talking about how he went and did his comedy show up in Buffalo. And apparently that's where, and it makes sense, that's where buff the Buffalo Wings actually began. And so there's all these like famous places where you can get wings. And and he's like, you know, they're very particular about their wings up there. And, you know, they want you to love them. They want you to try all of them. And he had asked his brother for a recommendation because his brother had like traveled in that area quite a bit and knew that, knew all the good restaurants. And so he'd made a recommendation for this place. He's like, you got to go to this place. And he's like, it was, you know, like a garbage looking place. He's like, it's a hole in the wall. He's like, perfect, perfect for wings. This is the kind of place I want to go to when I want to get wings. And he's like, 
yeah, he's like, he makes a joke. He's like, I want the guy with the beer belly telling me where to get my wings. And so it was only eight minutes from where he was staying. And he got there and he's like, they had run out of wings. And he was like, so mad. There's nothing worse than when you're like craving something and you like go out of your way to find it. And then you get there and it's, they, they're out. Um, and so, so he's like, oh, he's like, well, he's like, well, why don't you, they're like, why don't you try, um, these, these, I don't know if they called them boneless wings there, but he's like, well, we do put our sauce on the chicken fingers. And he's like, and so he's like, well, okay. So I guess, you know, it's, he seemed to feel like the, the chicken fingers were going to be just much worse for you than eating 30 wings. He's like, you know, he's like, I gone there thinking, okay, the wings aren't as bad. They're not deep fried. They're not breaded. You know, this, you know, I, I expected to have a spa-like meal with the wings instead of these chicken tenders. You know, and now I have to decide, like, am I going to go for these tenders and not feel good about myself? Because to him, you know, it, it is true. Like, like Taylor Strecker told this story about how she had gone to Chick-fil-A and she was trying to be healthy. And so she had ordered, like, apparently Chick-fil-A has, like, grilled tenders and, and they'd given her the breaded ones instead. And she was so furious because she tried, she was trying to be healthy. She's like, she's trying to do the right thing. And they gave her the breaded ones. And so, so Jared here has a dilemma. He's like, do I go for the, the, the ones that aren't going to make me feel as good about myself? Because he has a show later. So he also wants to feel not too full and heavy for his, for his show. And that's smart, right? Like you want to, you don't want to feel lethargic for your, for a show. And so, so this place is called Wing Nuts, apparently. And so the, the woman there or the, the man that was working at the counter is like, well, you know, the chicken tenders, they come in five, 10 or 15 pieces. And so he's like, okay, he's like, I'm going to get the, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to get the tenders, but I'm not going to eat all of them. He, so he ended up getting three different sauce types. He got three orders of the five piece tenders and they all came with fries and because he just wanted to try all the different sauces. So he tried, so there was like one he got with this like honey sauce, one with this like, um, well, I'll, I'll get into the sauces in a second. So anyway, so he gets three different, different sets of five pieces because he wants to dip them into different sauces. He got these things called pizza logs, which are homemade egg rolls filled with mozzarella cheese that you can dip in sauces. And then he's like, they also told me that they make a homemade onion ring. And he's like, oh, he's like, he's like me talking about Smashburger. He's like, um, he's like, he, he loves nothing more than, than a crispy, well done onion ring. And I'm, my mouth is watering right now. I love onion rings. He's like, they come with a creamy, lemony sauce. He's like, he's like, they were so perfectly crispy. I ask for everything extra crispy because I hate it when I get like fries or something and they're just like soggy almost. Like, they have to be crispy. And so, and he's like, he's like, they, they, they were like, they were cooked in a fryer that hadn't been changed. They hadn't changed the oil in a year. Now, I was a little bit confused by what he meant by that. I mean, I think what he meant by that is like they came out really like heavy crispy i don't know because my impression of old oil is that it just it smells and it's gross like i used to work at this restaurant 
And I would, when when I was, they had these fryolators, and I think it was the same thing. Like, they didn't really change their oil that often. And I would come home smelling like that gross, nasty oil. Now, they did also have delicious fried food. So maybe that is the trick to perfectly fried deliciousness. But... Anyway, uh, and so, so, so he's like, so now I have two huge bags of food. And he's like, so I ate one chicken tender from each sauce. He's like, there was like this honey Asian sauce, this mild buffalo sauce, and then a barbecue sauce. He's like, I tried three fries. He's like, but he's like, well, they were fine. He's like, but I didn't need them. He's like, so I stopped after just three fries. He's like, I ate one pizza log dipped in sauce. And then he goes, I had seven onion rings with the dip. He goes, those are my favorite. I did eat more. He goes, and then I ate one more honey chicken tender. He goes, and then he's like, I took all the rest of the comedy show to eat, to eat later. He's like, so, you know, so he was proud of himself because he did splurge and he did eat, you know, something indulgent and heavy that he wanted, right? He wanted, he wanted the tenders. He just didn't want to feel bad. And he knew that if he had, if he had eaten all, say, 15 pieces all, you know, the entire order of the onion rings and all the pizza logs, he literally would have been sick. And so, so that was his win. His win was because he didn't eat them all at once, which is what he might normally do if he wasn't trying to be conscious and and make this better choice. It's so funny too, because this, as he's telling this story, it brought up this, this, this memory for me. And I remember, I remembered being, I remember I went to like this, this, um, like high school dance with my boyfriend at the time. And then my, my best friend, Crystal, that was my next door neighbor. And she was going with the, her date was my, my boyfriend's best friend. And so we go to this restaurant and the waiter comes over to take our, 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 our order. And, you know, like being in high school, I was, I was like, I felt like I needed to order a grown-up meal. And so I, I I forget what I ordered, but I but I'll never forget that my friend Crystal orders chicken tenders and french fries. And I'm like I I just remember feeling like she was ordering something embarrassing, but I'm like I was I was envious of her. I was like, "Wow, I'm like she dares to just like get what she wants. And because it's kind of a kid's meal, right? Like a lot of kids eat chicken tenders and French fries when they go to the restaurant. And, and I just, for, in my mind, I just thought it was kid-like and embarrassing. And I mean, when you're that age, you like, you want to be grown up, you want to be taken seriously. And I'll just never forget like how it was, it was a, it was a, it was a combination emotion of like embarrassment for her and admiration and feeling like, wow, she's like bold and daring. <laughs> so, and I, and I think, I think it's funny because I think there's like eaters and then there's, there's people that are really self-conscious to actually get what they want. I'm no, I'm way over that. I now order exactly what I want. I don't care who who looks at it, who judges it. I'm going to get what I want. I'm going to get something delicious. And um and my, my boyfriend orders chicken tenders and french fries like for most of his meals anyway. So I just thought it was funny. It did it did bring that up like cuz cuz Jared was like embarrassed to get the tenders too. So um anyway, I think it's sad when when women hold themselves back or people in general from getting and choosing the things that they want to do in life because they're afraid of judgment in other people. And I mean, now that I'm older, I'm way over that stuff. But you know, it's it's hard when you're growing up.
Okay, so so then you know they they kind of were like, okay, let's uh, let's move on to Aileen's win. So Aileen's win was, you know, she's she just has been walking more. She's like, I walk about three miles a day out in the suburbs. She's like, I love walking. I love it so much more than living in the city. And, you know, I've just been enjoying looking at homes and rocking my fanny pack. And, you know, I'm just full suburban mom, you know. And and so Jared's like, yeah, good for you. That's that's great. It's good to go on walks. You know, happy for you that the, the suburbs are working out. And so then they move on to uh, a listener that wrote in about her DST win. So this listener said that she had been battling negative self-talk um, and she and and she what she wanted to to not do is let a single meal like invalidate her day like if she had chosen chosen something indulgent or heavy she just didn't want it to invalidate and ruin her day and she's like i'm really working on you know not labeling food as bad and and she talks about this day where she had a really really early start to the day and she had done all the stuff she had like painted a room and she had taken her dog on a walk and she had done a fitness class like this bar class and she's like, you know, and, and before I went into the class, I did eat a granola bar. And then I did have a, a protein shake after the class, like a smoothie. And But she's like, and then I was absolutely starving at lunch. And I, I really wanted to get a veggie burrito. Like I wanted to go out and, and get one out somewhere. And she was like, you know, internally she was struggling. She felt like she shouldn't go get that veggie burrito because she'd be eating out instead of eating a really healthy meal at home. And then she's like, she just reminded herself that, you know what, it's okay to fuel my body. My body needs it. I've been getting a lot of activity and moving around all day. I can't, I shouldn't beat myself up over this stupid veggie burrito. And so that was her win, like listening to her body, fueling her body and, and you know, warding off the emotions of feeling like she should feel bad about it. Um, and so, and Jared thought that was great. He's like, look, it's great when you can just enjoy it and not beat yourself up. Like, let yourself have it. Move the fuck on with your day. And and Aileen's like, yeah. She's like, you know, not beat yourself up for going grocery shopping and not wanting to eat, you know, and cook what you what you got. Uh, I have in my notes here the healthy cookie dough, Veronica. It's funny because I had that mix all mixed, like so excited to make this this cookie dough thinking I would like love it. And yeah, it's just sitting there. Uh I did make more of that um, noodle dish. I put some pork in it and had leftovers for a couple days. So good. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so Aileen was just complimenting her. Like, I'm so glad that you ate that burrito. Uh, she's like, I'm so starving now. She's like, now that food description, she's like, I love an Asian sauce. I love Asian sauce too. So that guy pan or uh, what was it? Uh, crispy guy that I'd gone to in Portland that place with the crispiest chicken. Oh my God. And the sauces. If Jared had gone and had that, it was like a, I think it was like a sesame ginger soy sauce. Oh, it was so freaking good. Anyway. And, and that's what they're talking. So Jared goes on and talks about how sesame is his weakness. He loves a peanut sauce. He loves a Thai chili sauce. So, so, so good. I actually might go get a Thai salad tonight. I've been, there's one near me that I've been dying to try. Um, and he says, he's like, if it said, he's like, these are my weaknesses. He's like, anything peanut sauce, anything Thai chili. He's like, if it says world famous on it, he's like onion strings. 
you know, fried clams. He's like, I associate onion ring, onion strings with fried clams. You know, he's like, umami means fried clams to me. He's like, go fuck yourself if you just only eat the strips of clams. He's like, you need the full belly. And he's like, he thinks it's like this California thing that people eat the fried clams with the belly. Now, personally, I think it's a main thing because I grew up with full belly, you know, fried clams. I I do like a fried clam. It has to be super, super, super crispy. And it's not my favorite. I like a couple. I usually like, like my sister would always get the fried clams and I would always get the fried shrimp. Like I love a fried shrimp dipped in a little bit of cocktail sauce. Um, So... So yeah, so they're talking about, so they're just kind of going on about, he's he's just talking about how he likes the fried clams. Um, he's like, that brings me back to my childhood, to family. And, um, and Aileen just can't. She's like, gross. She's like, those are gross. <laughs> and he's like, don't yuck my yum. <laughs> She's like, no. She's like, I, I'm not. She's like, just personally, I can't eat a belly on a clam. And so like, I like the petite ones. So I'm, I'm like, I, I don't eat massive shrimp. I like the small little baby shrimp. I don't like huge fried clams. I like the small little fried clams. I don't like big scallops, but I do like teeny tiny scallops. I don't know. I, I think it's a texture thing. I think the smaller ones tend to just have this better texture to it. Whereas the the larger the species seems to be, it seems to get tougher, chewier, and I don't know, rub, more rubbery maybe. Anyway, so so then they they talk about this deer DST. So this is when someone actually writes in, and this writer said that she had hit a plateau when working out. And she's like, I just need something more exciting. She's like, I'm so bored. She's like, I've tried walking outside like Aileen. I've tried low impact. I've tried high intensity workouts. She's like, how do I get out of this boredom? She's like, how do I actually like look forward to moving? How do I get that excitement back? And and Aileen's like, I can so relate. She's like, I've worked out with Forzag. She's like, but I can't motivate myself. She's like, I... I don't know. She's like, I'm really struggling. And she says to Jared, she's like, I see you work out with four sags. She's like, how, you know, what makes you do it? How do you make yourself go? And Jared was like, well, he's like, the one thing I heard in that, in that email that this listener wrote in, he's like, he's like, I think she needs to get over the liking it part. He's like, I don't know what she, you know, if, if you don't like working out, trying to force yourself to find a workout that you're going to like. He's like, that might be a little difficult. He's like, I, I like Forzag. He goes, because it's, it's something I can wrap my mind around. He's like, each class is different. He goes, they're only 45 minutes. There's a beginning, a middle and an end. So I know what to expect. And, you know, he's like, I know when I get to that third block that I'm almost to the end and I can just push through. And so Jared's like, I like knowing kind of like where I'm at in my workout, um, but not exactly what's coming next. And he's like, you know, I might, he's like, he's like, I think he's like, if I have a suggestion for you, he's like, I think you should just take a whole entire week off, you know, maybe eat a little, let, eat a little lighter, don't drink, but you know, maybe it's, it's just that you just need a break and, and you can go back to finding something after you get a break. And he's like, it doesn't sound like you have a real specific schedule. You know, maybe you need to do something more regularly that you can plan on it and build it into your schedule. And I actually think all that is really good advice. I think 
that, um, you know, like I know for myself, I have to work out in the morning or I'm probably not going to do it. Occasionally I can work out in the afternoon or evening, but most likely I'm not going to do it. So I do, you know, most days I get it out of the way in the morning and I'm just glad it's done. Um, and then the liking it part, I mean, you know, the, 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 the one class I take a week, I usually take one group fitness class a week and it's usually that burn class. And every time I book it, I say, I'm time to go torture myself. And I'm really, the only thing I'm looking forward to is it being over. And I do it because it changes my body and it, it challenges me and it strengthens my entire body, especially my core, especially my legs more than anything I will do on my own. It pushes me, it challenges me, and I always am wicked sore from that workout. And so I I, I push myself to go to that only for the results I'm going to get. I don't like it. I don't like being in a class environment. But if I have to be in a class environment, that's the one. The, the instructors play wicked good music. It's very motivating. It's all stuff I like. Um, it's really loud. They like, you know, they pump it up, they give really good instructions and cues. And, and I, and I also, like Jared said, I know what to expect. Like I know the first and the movements are always different. Like the instructors change it up as far as like what you're going to do for the specific movements. But you always start with like a warm up where you're warming up your core. Then you do your legs, you do one leg, then you do the other. And there's usually like five, maybe back to back uh, exercises that you're doing on each leg. So you're, you're only doing each one for a few seconds. So you're constantly doing something different and moving. So you're like, oh, I can get through this. And the instructors are really good. They're like, okay, last, you know, last 10 seconds. And then you're moving on to three, two, one. And they're there. It's so it's, you really are just able to like get through each movement, even though, you know, they're pushing you to keep going where you need a freaking break. I mean, it's, it literally, cause it's all back to back to back movements. I mean, they don't, they don't offer you a rest like they do like some, in some group fitness classes, but you take your rest. You take your rest when your legs are shaking and you can't possibly stand another second. So I, I don't like that class. I do that class because I like the way I feel after. Now, I will say that like my, my runs that I'm able to do for just the 20 minutes and it's literally like walk one minute, run one minute. I actually do like that because I, I zone out listening to music that I love and I daydream. I manifest. I think about things that I want to achieve or places I want to go or, you know, what it's going to be like when we win our arbitration celebrating, you know, things like that. So, um, so yeah, so I, I like that part. And then, you know, and I might do a little bit of, you know, abs or, you know, push-ups or just a little something extra after that quick run. So that works for me. And um, so I think, you know, looking forward to music, looking forward to the way you're going to feel afterwards, for me, changing it up a lot, um, that's what works for me. And I do agree with the the some of the feedback that Jared had given. Um, so anyway, so... Uh, Aileen asked, <laughs> Aileen was like, God, Jared, she's like, you work out every day. Are you like the healthiest person alive? And he's like, yeah, I work out most days. He's like, I don't I don't work out on my travel days. And, you know, he, he's like this, this person that wrote in, he's like, it sounds like she has an open ended schedule, which sounds stressful to me. He's like, and then he talks about how, you know, if he doesn't work out, oh, no. 
I think, well, he, it says if he doesn't work out in the morning, it doesn't happen. I think I, I think that might be me that I'm talking about. I don't think Jared said that because I know Jared has, well, actually, I think he does like to get it out of the way in the morning and, as well. Um, and then Aileen just talked about how she feels really mushy. She wants to feel strong again. You know, she wants to be a strong bitch. She, she, and she's having a lot of trouble getting motivated. And, and really what it sounds like between the two of them, it sounds like Jared's really built a habit, right? He's built this habit with this trainer that he likes to do these online workouts. He's also built a habit when he travels on the road. He, um, he works out in the hotel gym, which is great. You know, that's a good habit to have when you're traveling. I sometimes I'll get a workout in a gym when I'm traveling. I, I'm honestly not as good about it. I'm really good when I'm home and, and good getting into a routine. If I go to a beautiful resort and they have a really beautiful gym, I typically will go and get some sort of workout in. And I do like doing that. Um, it just depends on how busy I am on the vacation but or tr- when I'm traveling. But he's really good at it. And that's ultimately that's the trick, right? Building it in so it becomes a habit so that it's just something you have to do. It's like part of your day and you just do it. It's like because you you stop thinking about it so much. Um, and so, yeah, and, and Jared talk, talked about how that's what he gets excited about. He gets excited for how he's going to feel after. And there really is, like, I think after you start to form that habit, then you can really think about how you feel after. Like, you could think about that endorphin rush. You can feel... Think about how good it feels to have gotten that in. And also, you know, when you're, when you eat like, I know I have very similar eating habits to Jared, you know, he is someone that if he didn't work out regularly, he would feel like shit and he'd probably be really overweight because, you know, he, he will binge like I binge. I mean, I think his is, you know, he's a much bigger guy than me, but, you know, he, he goes to town, you know, like I've been known to go to town, but his is even, you know, more intense and he's eating out, eating a lot of food out. And so if he didn't have that regular working out, he would definitely be a lot heavier than he is. So, so it's good that he's built that habit in. Um, and, and Aileen just had a child, so she's busy. She's running a company. I mean, you know, I, I can't imagine it's that how busy she is. So, so then he talks about how, you know, Aileen's like, look, some people enjoy it and some people don't, Uh, you know, I think, again, I think it's habit. I think it's what you've come, become accustomed to just like how some of my weight loss clients in the past hated water. Well, if you grow up with water, if your mom teaches you to drink water, it's, it's a habit. It's not something that you have to try to get in. So I think that goes to, although look, Mari Llewellyn that I follow on Instagram and I've done podcasts on before. I would, I would bet, you know, she didn't start out as being someone that was like naturally working out and, and she didn't, she wasn't, she didn't grow up with those habits. It didn't sound like, you know, her boyfriend finally inspired her to want to get in the gym. And now it's, I mean, she's definitely part of her lifestyle I mean, she's built businesses off of it. She's completely changed her life and her mental state. But, um, but I would, I would imagine that she really enjoys it now, really loves feeling herself get stronger and there is there is something to that, you know. I know that when I plan to go to one of those Pilates classes, I think about what it's going to do for my body, and I get excited for it, even though I'm also not excited for it because it's going to torture my body. But again, I, I've already talked about this. Uh, anyway, so so Jared then said, you know, also, you know, some people enjoy just being outside, getting some fresh air in. That's you know, and I think when you're changing it up, like maybe you do one workout in the gym, one workout, you know, 
outside, you know, just that, that variety, I think, is also helpful to looking forward to doing something versus versus not. And so, you know, I will touch on the butterboard thing. So the, the butterboard topic was one that I actually commented on Jared's Instagram post because I love butter. Like I am a butter girl. I am not a cream cheese type of person. So when it comes to bagels, if I'm getting bagels, I like I like to put uh, butter on it. And so there's this new thing, like instead of the charcuterie board, there's all these boards coming out, these fancy boards. And one of them is this butter board. I don't have any of you seen it. It's like you smear butter all over this like board and then you sprinkle it with like salt and pepper and all these herbs and you put different toppings on it. And so people come over and they just like grab pieces of bread and then smear on it. And, um, you know, Jared thought it was terrible. He's like, this is, this is bad. Aileen's like, how much butter does somebody need to eat? Like butter's usually used in moderation. Uh, not with me, but with other people, most people do are, have been taught to use butter in moderation. My father taught me the exact opposite. Um, but, uh, butter is delicious, but I will say if I'm going to go to a party, would I rather see a beautiful charcuterie board or would I rather see a butter board? I would rather eat off a charcuterie board because to Aileen's point, she made this point. She likes all the variety of a charcuterie board. There's like, um, you know, there's pickles, there's olives, there's cheese, there's meats, there's crackers, there's bread, there's mm, deliciousness. Sometimes there's some sweet stuff like some can some candies or some you know, fruits or my friend Christina made this board that had these like caramel covered chocolate things on it. Mm, It was so good. So yes, that's my personal preference too. Although a butter board is an interesting idea. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it if I did go to somebody's house and they had a butter board as long as it was properly salted. There's nothing worse than eating bread with butter and there's no salt and pepper on it. So that's the one point that needs to be in place. All right. Well, that is the end of the show. I'm sure this made some of you hungry. (laughs) There's a lot of food descriptions in there. So I apologize if now you're craving something indulgent and you don't want to be eating that right now. But um, maybe I'll start doing trigger warnings at the beginning that this is going to have a lot of food descriptions in it. But um, for any of you that, that love listening to me, I'm sure you like food descriptions. So here we are. Uh, so I am going to be doing, uh, upcoming another episode on Alicia McCarvel. She did do a second episode with DST. Um, I was sent another link to a Spotify episode of another woman talking about the carnivore diet. I don't know if I want to do that one, but I will have definitely some, some more good content coming soon. Uh, for any of you that do follow me on Instagram and for any of you don't, please follow me on Instagram at the diet obsessed. You'll see, I just tried a, um, an infrared sauna and red light therapy recently. So I was listening to, um, Jenny McCarthy on Heather McDonald's pot or not Heather McDonald's, but Heather Dubrow's podcast the other day. And she said that like the best thing that she does right now for anti-aging is this red light therapy. And so I, I've been researching it and I'm like, Oh, I'm like, I want to try this. And so I looked it up on my class pass and I there I found this place that on class pass it only uses like eight points for the red light therapy and four points for this like 45 minute session in the sauna. So I did both yesterday. I did the red light therapy. 
And then I did the 45 minutes in the sauna. I was dying after, but it was so nice. It was just like sweat and I relaxed. And so I'm going to start to do that maybe three times a week to see if I see an improvement on my skin. I would like to see my chest, like the, you know, we women, our decolletage, it's, you know, it gets so much sun. I, I want to see if there's any changes in my, in my chest skin, because like I've mentioned before, when I started drinking collagen regularly, I saw such a great improvement in my skin and in certain areas where my skin was sagging. Um, and so I'm hoping that this red light therapy can help my chest. So we shall see. I will report back. Um, has, have any of you done red light therapy? Please DM me. Tell me about your experience. Would love to hear it. Uh, so stay tuned for more great episodes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. That means just scroll down wherever you listen to podcasts, leave some stars, leave a comment. Would love to hear from you. Uh, if you want to support the show, please make it your Instagram story or, uh, put it on your grid. Um, you know, uh, share a post, uh, highlighting the, the podcast. That really means a lot to me. And until we meet again... I hope all of you have a very balanced week.